Welcome to episode 89 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 89 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. I'm your host, the Stacey Harris, and I'm really, really excited today because we are talking about being location independent. Um, and what I love most about this episode is I don't want you to hear that and think, I don't want to be location independent. I don't want to travel the world and give up my home office and all of that. Well, the really cool thing is a lot of what Amy shares in today's episode um, is about being location independent or being prepared to be location independent, even if that's only some of the time. You know, maybe you're traveling for business or maybe your partner gets uprooted in their day job and uh, you want to go with them. Uh, this is sort of prepares your business to be ready for that. Or if I hope it doesn't happen, but it does some sort of emergency and you need to, you know, suddenly give up your regular location. Could your business do that? Because that's one of the uh, luxuries of having an online business and doing what we do is although we can, if we want to work full time in a home office, all that we work in day in and day out, and that's our home base of operations there's likely some times where we need to go on the road for whatever reason. Uh, And so this is a really cool episode sort of preparing you to do that. And if being full-time location independent is something that appeals to you, Amy has some great resources uh, to help you with that as well. So I'm really excited for today's episode because I think it's a fun conversation. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Amy. She quit her office job to travel the world in 04 and never look back. She now keeps a home base in Buenos Aires uh, and travels the world with her Argentinian husband. She is the founder of Nomadtopia, Nomadtopia, a hub of information, inspiration, community, and support for others who also want to live their ideal life anywhere in the world. Through her other businesses, Nomad Editorial, she helps nonfiction writers finish their books. Awesome. So I'm really excited to hear from Amy. So let's dive in with Amy. Here you go, guys. All right, everybody. I'm super excited because we're talking about, uh, I- I'm just going to call it business on the road. I think I feel like that's a good way to refer to it. Uh, we're going to talk about sort of taking your business and and working from anywhere, which is, I know, a goal and a dream for a lot of people. Um, and for even for me, who likes working out of my home office that stays in one place, uh, I like to work when I travel, and I travel a lot for work. So I think it's important to realize that you will likely be working away from your home office, even if you do not live that kind of lifestyle. Uh, so first, let me welcome to the show, Amy. Hi, hello, Amy. Hello. Hi. I'm super excited you're here. Um, before we get started, I'd love you to introduce yourself to everyone. Sure, absolutely. And you're absolutely right. I mean, this is so important for people to talk about and think about, even if they think they're never going to go anywhere, because anything could happen. Like, you want to help a friend in need or, you know, God forbid, someone in your family gets sick or whatever. And if you can just pick up and go wherever you need to go for however long you need to be there, it makes everything so much easier. Um, So yes, to back up, I am Amy Scott and I have been location independent for 10 years. Yesterday actually was my 10 year anniversary (laughs) of quitting my job. Yeah. So I quit my job back in 2004 to travel and long story short, after traveling for a while I realized that couldn't be the end of it and so I started working for myself as an editor. That was my background in book publishing. So I have an editing business, Nomad Editorial. And then a couple years ago, 
you know, wanted to really be able to help other people who are interested in, like we were just saying, you know, whether it's really being more nomadic or just being able to work from anywhere. I wanted to help people with that. So I started nomadtopia.com, which is a community and, you know, blog, resources, podcasts, etc., for helping people make it happen. And you live this lifestyle now, right? I do. Yeah. And it's taken lots of twists and turns along the way. You know, I started out, um, I quit my job. I saved money, quit my job to backpack around the world and then have been kind of, you know, well, then I was really just like bouncing around the U.S. and building my <laughs> business and then moved to Argentina, not sure how long I might stay and, uh, you know, kind of living the expat lifestyle with my online business and ended up meeting my husband. Um, in Buenos Aires, and that's actually where I am right now. And so this is our home base now, and we do a bit of, you know, quite a bit of traveling as well. We spent most of the last year in Asia, mostly in Southeast Asia and in India, and um, we're back kind of to regroup for a couple months before we leave again. That's awesome. And and like I said earlier, you know, a lot of this stuff isn't necessarily just like you want to travel full time. Like you guys still have a home base and you come back and then you go and you come back and you go. Um, and I know people who, who do this, they split their time. Uh, the fabulous Nance Brazier who we had on the show, she splits her, her year here and in New Zealand, which I think is super cool. Um, like it doesn't have to just be that you're in a new place every week. Uh, it can, Absolutely. This can be in all sorts of forms. Like I said, I just I I tend to travel a lot just for business and and with the family and and things like that. So I just like to know that my business can go anywhere. You know, I mm. if I decide next week that we want to go to London for six months, I could just do that. Absolutely, and that's another piece of it too. Is I know a lot of people, um, you know their partner might not be location independent. Mm -hmm. But if if one person in the family is, like you're just saying, it's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, if someone's husband or wife gets like a job offer in a new city or like some opportunity comes up, you can totally go mm -hmm. because you're you're ready anytime. Yeah, and, and this this is why I know a lot of uh, military spouses here in the States have started their own businesses because mm -hmm it's really hard to get a job when you're going to leave two years later or six mm -hmm. months later um, or sort of like, you know, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, guess what? New orders, you're leaving. Uh, so, yeah, it is really cool to be able to say, sure, let's go on that adventure, honey. Let's 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 do it. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, totally. So that's really cool. So when we're talking about wanting to do that, and I know there are a lot of people listening who, who want to do the more traveling and they want to figure that out, what do we need to figure out before we can do that? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of business or just in general? In in terms of business specifically. Uh, well, I think it's, you know, really taking a look at every aspect of your work and paying attention to the things that aren't location independent, you know, and things that you are have set up right now to work in a certain way because of where you're located. So, I mean, obviously, the most clear example is if you have local clients that you mm -hmm. see face-to-face, -face, you know, how are you going to address that? Would they be willing to work with you via Skype or something instead? You know, is it time to phase out face-to-face -face work entirely? You know, there's a couple of different ways to approach that. Um, and then even to the point of, like, the way you handle your office systems. Like, a lot of people, 
I think, start out, I did the same thing, even though I called my business Nomad Editorial and I had every intention of continuing that, I got all like, I bought a printer and got all excited about like <laughs> printing out all these, you know, documents I was going to use and have my little file system and, yeah. and then realized, well, wait a second, what am I going to do? Carry these file folders with me around the world? Um, and, you know, that was also nine years ago when you know, Dropbox and Google Drive and like so many of these things didn't even exist. Mm -hmm. So it's gotten so much easier to take a lot of that stuff online, but it can take a while to kind of break yourself of the habit if that's what you're used to. It's true. We kind of, and, and it, when I think when we first started, like printing these things out feels super professional to us. Like <laughs> totally, it's like, no, I'm, I'm legit. I have files. Like, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like there's that <laughs> moment you're like, no, 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 there's documentation. Um, yes. and so that stuff, that's a great point is sort of thinking about all of the sort of bulk paper pieces of your business and how to streamline that stuff. And you're right with Dropbox and, and Google drive and iCloud and, and all the other sort of, um, storage solutions. I know there's more than that we're not mentioning, but, mm -hmm. uh, it, it is easier than ever to sort of work independently. And the thing I love about that, not just from a perspective of, um, going all over the world, but if I decide I want to go work at the coffee shop down the street from my house, I still have everything mm -hmm. I need. Yeah, and you know, that was really, I remember hearing stories from a couple of my friends who, you know, do have online businesses or, you know, work for themselves. And a couple of years ago, during Hurricane Sandy on the East Coast, mm -hmm. I, I was in New Jersey at my parents' house. And apparently they live in something that they call like the magic grid, like the power never goes out. <laughs> but like nobody else in the area had, had power. And I had a couple friends in the area who were like, oh my God, I thought. I was location independent or I thought I could work from anywhere and suddenly I have to like pack up and go to my relatives because we don't have power for a week and I was screwed. Like I didn't have the papers I needed. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready. So yeah, anything can happen anytime that, and you know, so I feel like, have you heard like travel, uh, what do you call it? What do you call those? I'm <laughs> drawing up like flight attendants and you know, like yeah. people who travel all the time have like a go bag. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like business people would benefit from the same kind of thing, like knowing at a moment's notice, whether it's going to the coffee shop because, you know, you just got to get out of the house or some bigger event, like just knowing I just got to grab X, Y, and Z and I'm out the door. I actually thought about this a few years ago because a friend of mine had a, has an online business and they had a fire in their house. Mm. And it, like she lost all of her paper and realized how much of her business was on paper. Like, yeah, client information, phone numbers, all of that stuff was in file boxes. And it, and it occurred to me, I'm like, what would I do? Like, and mm -hmm. so now I could literally grab my laptop on the way out <laughs> and I'm good. Or grab my phone or my iPad, which yeah. is generally next to my bed because I'm one of those horrible people. Uh, <laughs> and I'm good. Like, everything will still exist no matter what happens uh, technology-wise. You know what I mean? I We have that stuff. Yeah. And I even have yeah. copies of like important household documents that way now because I'm petrified. It doesn't happen. Um, totally. And it's, I think that's a really great point. And I like that sort of go bag idea. So what are those, so, you know, identifying what those critical things are for the running of your business uh, mm -hmm. and making sure that you have access to them anywhere, at least a yeah. backup copy. Totally. And, you know, the other 
thing too, which is kind of the flip side that I think a lot of people don't think about, is because there's so much we can do in the cloud and because we're so connected, um, you can also get too reliant on the cloud. And like, what if you can't get online? Which could be anything from, you know, the power going out or traveling and being in a place where you can't get online immediately or, you know, in an airport without Wi-Fi, you know, like these things happen and then you realize, oh my God, I don't even have the name of my hotel. It was on my phone and, you know, I realize I can't get to that information if I'm not connected to the internet. There have been a lot of times I've like tried out an app or something and like, great, I'm ready to go. But I never tested it when I wasn't connected. Mm-hmm. And so many things, it's like it seems like there's offline access or whatever, but then if you have to actually like open the app and pull it up in the moment, they'll be like, oh, sorry, you don't have a connection. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a problem too. Yes, that's why, you know, a lot of you will still have the, the handy, you know, notebook in their, in their bag. So write down these sort of emergency things. That's a great totally. point, too, is to remember, you know, some of that stuff has to be accessible no matter what. Even if it's like taking a screenshot of your reservation confirmation so you have the address and your photos. Um, totally. It's got to be something. Of course, then there's the, what if my phone dies? Which is yeah, why I have which a Yeah, honestly why I put bar. stuff on paper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I have a charger, too. That's a good idea. I have a portable charger, and then I also do um, exactly the kind of stuff you were saying, like somewhere in my phone that I know is offline accessible. And then I also, just for, like, super basic stuff, like how to get wherever I'm going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so name, address, phone number, you know, any directions I needed, I'll also write them down on paper. And also the other thing is, I mean, it depends where you're going, but... You know, we were traveling in India and in some other countries where um, you might not want to, like, pull your phone out to show the driver the address or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Like, I would much rather hand somebody just, like, a basic notebook or a piece of paper mm-hmm. instead of be like, here, look at my, you know, expensive pieces of equipment that you may not have available in your country. Yeah. You know? <laughs> of course, there are plenty of phones in India, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's it can be kind of a... a prime moment for someone to just take off with your thing if they yeah. wanted to. Well, and especially if you're talking like your iPad or something, like you're not like, going to like hand your iPad over and be like, oh yes, this is how you get there. It's, yeah. you know, it's just sort of basic smartness at that point. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what, what do we need to make sure we have prepared as far as like documentation when we're traveling with our business? Does, I mean, I'm assuming your business is still sort of based for, you know, filing purposes, one place, right? Mm, do you mean like in terms of taxes yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, it's it, it really depends on your situation. Um, so I'm from the U.S. and I had just been operating for many years as a DBA and just this year set up an LLC and based it in Wyoming because I did some research and that was said to be the best place, kind of the most flexible, lowest, you know, filing costs, all of that stuff. Um, And then I just have a mailing address in the States, and I think it's like a registered agent who kind of operates on my behalf in Wyoming, because I have no connections to Wyoming. Um, and, And that's about it. And so I just, you know, I have my bank accounts in the U.S. as well. Um, I just happened to hardly ever be there. Okay, but you still sort of have like a place where your business is kind of based out of 
it doesn't have to travel well, with you as far as documentation changing from place to place. No, I mean, it has to be based somewhere, right? right? And, and like, I have residency in Argentina. I could register my business here, but to me, that doesn't make any sense because I have no local clients, or every once in a while, you know, someone shows up, but I have really no local presence mm -hmm. professionally, and, you know, the bureaucracy and the red tape, and I don't even want to know what that would entail. Right. Um, and then I'd have to have probably a local bank account. The economy in Argentina is crazy. Like, I don't want my money here. <laughs> so, so it's really just easier to not do it that way. But, for example, I know another woman in, in the Nomatopia community who is American but has lived in the UK for a long time. And her husband, I believe, is from there. She has her business and everything registered in the UK. Okay. Um, so it depends, you know, if you're going abroad, it depends where you're going to be whether that's a good idea and whether, um, you know, you still have ties back home. If you want ties back home, there's also this whole other thing with like, um, like offshoring your business. I am part of a, another community called the founders grid, which is, I, I, very, I know very little about it, but I kind of hover on the edges. People who, um, like might found a business in Hong Kong or somewhere, there are a couple other places in Asia that I can't think of right now that are known for being good places to found a business and then therefore you are like outside of US tax jurisdiction in some way. I don't understand exactly how it works. So there's, you know, a lot of factors and a lot of different variations on the theme depending on how hardcore you want to get with it. You know, I'm sure those guys would be like, dude, why do you have an, a US LLC? That's just a terrible idea, <laughs> you know? But to me, opening a business in Hong Kong sounds a little complicated and not something I really feel is necessary right now. Maybe if I was making, you know, $10 million, I would have a different opinion, but. Yeah, and so I think it's really about figuring out what works specifically for your situation because I think that's one of the things that's very unique and maybe a little bit scary about you know sort of traveling and working and, and having a more nomadic lifestyle is there's so much of it that's like well you it kind of depends on you and your business and where you're going and where you're sort of located and how often you travel um, how you figure those things out so can you tell us more about your community so people can connect with other people who are also in this environment because I think that's probably the best way to get information is from people who like are doing this Totally. And yeah, that's absolutely why I started it because, you know, I have a lot of experience, but it's my experience and I don't have kids and I don't have a business in Hong Kong and, you know, <laughs> I can't speak to every topic. So yeah, I have a Facebook group, a free group anyone can join called, you can just search Create Your Nomadtopia and that will come up on Facebook. And there's tons of people in there with a really broad variety of experience. I'm also developing um, an off Facebook community called Nomad Evolution, which is in beta right now and I'll be opening up probably in October, I'll be putting that um, opening registration again. Perfect, and I'll link to both of those things. And then also, I know you and I have talked about uh, a program you have to help people sort of figure out this and test drive, you know, working uh, location independent. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's called the Work From Anywhere Test Drive, and that's available through my site at nomadtopia.com, and it's built to walk you through doing, as it's called, a test drive of working from anywhere to, so to see if your business is really road ready and has some challenges and some like there's some prep work before you go and then deciding where you're going to go to do your little test drive, and then... Um, 
uh, uh, covers a lot of the stuff we just talked about. So like there's a challenge, you know, I'm giving away all the good stuff. There's a, there's a challenge to, you know, like get where you're going without using internet. Mm -hmm. So you would need to have, you know, that information accessible in another way, like we were just talking about and things like that to walk you through kind of to create some of the challenges that you might have mm -hmm. in, in the real world. So it's kind of like a safe, you know, low pressure way to test it all out. And what I love about this is this is not just a good thing to do if you want to be location independent and, and do that, but also sort of emergency proofing your business in another way of if something were to happen um, or, you know, if I needed to be away from home for whatever reason or away from my home office or whatever, am I really ready for that? So this is a really great way to also make sure just like your business is equipped to really go with you anywhere so you're not like you were talking about your friends. It's an emergency situation. You have to be away from your normal mm -hmm. office space and go, oh, well, yeah, I'm not actually location independent. I just work with people all over the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story. I, I think that it will it'll inspire some people to uh, get moving on something they think they wanted to do someday, which, you know, someday is today. Absolutely. Uh, so There's go no time like the present. Awesome. All right. I'll see you guys next time.